last word on health on Today FM. With Benelin non-drowsy chesty coughs. Gets to work fast. Always read the label. Time for the last word in health with Dr. Brian Higgins. And we're going to discuss today this new study from the School of Nursing and Midwifery at Trinity College Dublin which has discovered that more than one-third of first-time mothers in Ireland are giving birth by caesarean section, despite evidence suggesting there are no additional benefits to either the mothers or the baby. And there's been a steady rise in caesarean birth rates over the last decade. Now, Dr. Brian Higgins, I know as a GP this isn't directly relevant to you because these are decisions that are made in our maternity hospitals. But presumably women come to you at the first stage of pregnancy looking for advice and you'll also be treated treating them after they have actually finished with their gynecologist? Uh, no, um, yeah, I, I suppose I'm happy to, to chat about it. It's certainly not an area that I'd, I'd pretend to be an expert, but GPs are obviously closely involved with uh, uh, the care of women who are pregnant and also in the care of the children after pregnancy. And so we are kind of acutely aware of what happens in hospitals and the delivery around uh, the children. And um, I think this kind of uh, section rate, I don't think that's news. I think we've known for a very long time that the section rate is around 30%. And I think what this study really points to is the reasons that the, the section rate might be a little bit higher than other European countries. And what are those reasons? Uh, so this is so. What w- one of the things that's referred to is that the decision to make a cesarean section is complex and multifactorial. So, and I think that's a, a very true statement when it comes to performing a cesarean section. The first thing I'd say, as a, a male who never had one, um, but I've been present for many of them um, as a trainee, is a cesarean sections are a major operation. And I think it's a mistake to think that many women want to have a cesarean section and that many surgeons want to perform a cesarean section. We don't. Our goal when it comes to um, childbirths is to try and make sure that the child is born healthy as safely as possible to the mother with the minimal amount of intervention. And what we always have to do with every single person is to try figure out the best way to come to that goal. And unfortunately, none of us can tell the future. So we do have to make a decision on the medical facts that are in front of us, which do include things like the gestation, the size of the baby, um, the stature of the mother, um, whether the weight of the mother and the age of the mother pre-morbid conditions and conditions that develop in pregnancy. And many things influence the risk of a complication of delivery. And what we're always trying to do is balance the risk of uh, what's called an SBVD, a spontaneous vaginal delivery, versus the risk of performing a C-section. And a lot of the time as um, clinicians, what we're really doing is we're, we're looking at the statistics saying, is it safer to intervene or not intervene. And usually the decision is made when a cesarean is done that it's the right thing to do. The other thing is patients do have autonomy. And I think it's very, very important that mothers are involved in these conversations. And sometimes uh, there is maternal preference, but I think that's often overstated. I think most mums I've ever met will come to me and say, what's the, I want to recover well and I want my baby to be safe. What's the best way to do that? And it's usually a conversation as opposed to people coming saying that they want one specific type of delivery or another. 
Because, Brian, it does strike me that obviously you have to use an anaesthetic in it as well. Mm. And there are certain risks involved, although they might be very low. And there also then is a recovery period, isn't there? After a cesarean section, it can take a much longer time for a woman to recover in some cases, can't it? I think as men, I think if we were having the operation, the cesarean section, when you think what happens, it's um, a, a lacerate. So there's an incision across the lower abdomen that cuts through the lower abdominal muscles to expose the organs, to remove the child and then closes everything up. It's a big operation and and it's a strange operation because I think if we were doing this operation for um, a, a medical reason, would you say, imagine if there was no baby, We'd be saying to people, look, you really need to rest up. You need to do an awful lot of rehab. And um, but unfortunately, when somebody delivers a newborn baby, delivering care to that baby becomes a big focus. And it can sometimes be neglected in the conversation around the public conversation around C-section about how big an operation it is um, and how difficult it is to recover from it. And the recovery is much slower than a natural delivery or a spontaneous vaginal delivery. And if you do have one C-section, does that impact on a woman's ability to have further C-sections or does it lead to a requirement for it? No, it does, so it doesn't lead to a requirement. So what we, do, what we do say is there's a maximum number of cesarean sections that a person can have. Now, if there's a very clear personal reason why a patient requires a C-section, um, for their first pregnancy, that reason might still be there for their second pregnancy. So you wouldn't automatically do a cesarean section um, for the second pregnancy unless there was a medical need. Um, um, but there is what we call a VBAC or a vaginal birth after cesarean. And sometimes what will happen is there's two types of cesarean sections, and that's important to know. There's what's called an elective section where um, there is a, an operative date given. So for an example, a baby that's upside down. So a baby that's um, toes pointing down, their head is up, their toes are down. It's much safer um, to do a cesarean than it is to uh, deliver the baby vaginally because of the complications of the feet coming first. Um, and if that mother then for their second pregnancy is otherwise healthy and the baby's head is down, more than likely that mother is going to have what's called a VBAC and that's entirely safe to do so. But if there's some physical reason the mother has in the first pregnancy that needs a cesarean section, uh, for the second pregnancy, if that's still there, they're going to need another cesarean section. And unfortunately, the risks of pregnancy increase with additional C-sections because of that scarring in the uterus, the, the placenta can attach to it and um, can be very difficult to remove and can lead to bleeding after delivery. So there is a limit on the number of C-sections a person can have safely. Thank you very much, Dr. Brian Higgins, GP at Galway Primary Care. And thank you for taking this up at short notice because the result of the story today, I know you'd prepared material for us to talk about returning to exercise and how to avoid injury, which a lot of people do in the new year, but we'll get to that on next Thursday's programme. Thanks very much, Dr. Brian Higgins. The last word on health on Today FM. With Benelin non-drowsy chesty coughs. Gets to work fast. Always read the label.